This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabas Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror, and I have the legendary Danielle Staub. Yes, I called you a legend. Hi, Danielle. (laughs) Hi, Tabitham. How are you? I'm great. So for those of you who don't know Danielle, all three of you, um, she she was one of the OGs on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, one of the controversial figures, um, chair flip gate of bravo um and danielle has uh has been on for a few seasons and you're back this season and uh it's it's been quite a ride watching you how have you been (laughs) i um i loved it i actually you know was hesitant at first Mm because i wasn't sure what was going to happen Mm -hmm. um because there are a few people that do keep connected stay connected with you know, the other ladies, mm-hmm. um, and I use that term ladies very loosely, <laughs> um, that were on the original season. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a little hesitation for me because that was like opening the door for, you know, more hurt wildlife to come into your home mm-hmm. and not like the kind that you want to pet, like a reindeer <laughs> or, you know, you, we're talking bears and the kind and, that you want to spear. The kind that you just kind of want to, like, freeze so you become the environment, so they kind of walk right past you, but they never do. For some reason, they always pick up on my scent, and boy, do they come out of the woodwork. Well, so, okay, um, I have to tell you that watching you this season, it's been mind-blowing to me, because even though I'm a a dermatologist, but I also feel like I'm a little bit of a psychiatrist, too, because it's been mind-blowing to me, Danielle, how people are now backpedaling and not you know like you were blamed for everything um Mm -hmm. the first couple of seasons and you were hated and you were attacked and all of a sudden now everybody's like well we don't really know what danielle did yeah and you know what's so funny Mm -hmm. um melissa and i had that like instant connection Mm -hmm. and we got to clarify a little bit what really happened when you know she approached me on facebook and we started chatting um but, you know, she was just really very supportive of me. She couldn't understand why in the world, you know, I was being attacked like that. Yeah. And she couldn't understand what I did that was wrong. So, so I think and like that, her, mm-hmm. there's many that are now saying, because now that Melissa has pointed that mm-hmm. out, it made it easier for us to talk about the fact that I really did nothing. <laughs> it it's, was just perception of you know here's the thing Mm -hmm. if one of them lied and the rest of them swore to it i guess that made it the truth in perception's eyes 
Um, and now people are rewinding all the tapes and going, wait a second. What happened? I do remember her kids being there. I do remember that yeah. table flip, and all the kids were in the room. I do remember certain things that were said about her and the groups were ganging up on her. But why is it people didn't see it from the beginning was an enigma to me. I could never for the life of me figure out what the hell I did but try to just walk away from them constantly. And, well, you know, mm-hmm. it would turn into running eventually. But Running you know, and getting your, <laughs> your extensions pulled out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and now they all know because they all have them. Mm-hmm. That, that hurts like a bitch. <laughs> it hurts bad. Yeah, now that like, they all have them. They were all like, oh, we have real hair. Well, my real hair is attached to the things that you just pulled out of my head. Yeah. And now I would love to revisit that and ask them all the same question. Does it hurt now, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hurts, so hurts a little bad. everybody, everybody who follows Bravo and the Housewives, everybody knows about the t- table flip. Um, I-, I have to just mention it. Um, is as a as a point of what happened, Teresa flipped the table at a dinner, um, calling you prostitution whore. <laughs> Said you've mm-hmm. been engaged nineteen times. Flipped the table, came after you, and in front of your kids. And you know how you just mentioned if you look back at that footage, yeah, your kids were there. I think we all forgot that, or was it yeah, never shown? I don't forgot. remember. And they also don't see now. They're going to see it differently now that I pointed out. Actually, that none of the kids were removed. Yeah. None of the kids. All 11 children were there. And they were all standing behind my children. If you really look again, when Mm -hmm. you do those flashbacks, Mm -hmm. you'll see even the little ones. Yeah. But I mean, the looks on my daughter's faces, I will never forget that. How old were they at the time? And Julian was nine and Christine was 13. Okay. So they were little young ladies. And okay, so I'm watching the reunion, babies. I was watching the reunion and when they went back and replayed that scene, they did something that I don't remember and maybe my memory is foggy that I don't remember them doing during the original taping in that showing your daughter's expressions for a longer they period did show of time it during the original taping, but nobody cared. They did show it. They did. Wow. Yeah. Yep, it's, it's insane. All in the original finale. It's insane because Season one finale. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you were, you were really, if really people didn't like you and nobody really knew why. And, and they asked Teresa at the reunion, what happened? And she couldn't really answer. No, she's, she's like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was because you, and then I go, no, that was the, that wasn't the reason. And you know that why I said that. And she goes, oh, we don't want to talk about that now. And Melissa was kind of smiling like, okay, but what was the reason? Yeah. And then, you know, she's like, well, you told me to pay attention. I'm like, okay, but that came after you were yelling at me and screaming Mm -hmm. at me. (laughs) So I said, pay attention, and the table flip happened. But, you know, I know what it was. Mm -hmm. I definitely know what it was. And I think we clarified it at the reunion, but it wasn't seen. Well, well, what is it? Because I don't, I still don't know. The rest of Caroline was a puppet master. Teresa's not, she's not controlled, but she wasn't controlled by that, but she was being a good friend. Yeah. She was being used as Mm -hmm. a pawn. Mm -hmm. So Caroline sat back on her, I'm going to be nice, on her ass. (laughs) I won't describe what it looks like and basically just had Jacqueline who needed validation so badly by Caroline because I guess she punched her in in the face when 
you know, she first got married to Chris or something like that. And so she, I guess she really wanted back into the family. And mm-hmm. so she'd do anything, even mm-hmm. befriend me mm-hmm. and turn on me and use everything against me, like the things that I went through during my childhood that I shared with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she would go tell Teresa a bunch of lies mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then so she was doing the work for Caroline. And then Teresa was just trying, I think. Mm-hmm. And I always thought it then, too. I think all Teresa was doing was thinking she was being a good friend. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying that now. I've said it always in every interview. I don't think Teresa did that because she hated me. Mm-hmm. I think she did it because she thought she was being a good friend. And that that's a shame on you for the Manzos and the Loritas. They should have never done that. I hear you. Never done that to her. And also back then. And I. And you. And, back, and back then it was really all about this book um that they were all trying the to book like that none of them were in my life for yeah i was 19 years old yeah and what the hell did they know about my life but the minute i put the book on the table and wanted to say mm-hmm. open forum mm-hmm. let let's me talk about all this. the questions you guys want to know because you seem so anxious to be talking about my life which you've been a part of for a minute uh-huh. out of at that time 44 years mm-hmm. so let's let's talk yeah. And that's when all hell broke loose. Yeah. It's iconic. It's 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 one of the, the episodes that is the most remembered, I feel like the most promoted ever. You putting that book on the table and Teresa's flip. And also, um, the second most memorable thing is during the reunion where you actually brought up the um, fact that she never went to the hospital to visit Melissa's baby, whether that happened or didn't, and then, then Teresa got up and pushed Andy Cohen, and that was another crazy scene. <laughs> well, she threw him. She actually. threw him. Yeah. Yeah, she, so, like, body and, slammed him. That woman's um, strong. The truth be told, uh-huh. like, that was on the heels, me saying that was on the heels of her saying, why didn't you visit Jacqueline in the hospital? Mm-hmm. And and the reason I didn't visit Jacqueline in the hospital when she gave birth to Nicholas mm-hmm. was because, and even though I drove her during her entire pregnancy to every single solitary doctor's and OBGYN oh, wow. I didn't and glucose tolerance, every test, because she can't drive. Mm. She drives, but she's terrified. Gotcha. I, I didn't mean, know it that. comes with psychosis. Um, you know, you're paranoid of everything because you've done so much darkness in your life. Yeah. It's just raining on you. So yeah. okay. you're, you're terrified of, of the wind. Okay. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. make fun of her a little bit because you know what? She used me. Mm-hmm. And then to do that and then write an article in Us Weekly, and it was the one that myself, Dina, and Teresa were on the cover of, and she stated in that article, she is not welcome around my son. She will never see my son. If she comes to the hospital, she will be thrown out. Teresa, so sorry, um, Jacqueline visit. said this. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to go visit Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. In the hospital and bring flowers? Why? Yeah. And a gift? I gave her a baby gift, like 50 of them mm-hmm. in advance. Mm-hmm. The cutest things ever mm-hmm. because I thought we were... You guys were, were close. Friends. But she got well, she couldn't I, continue... I was a friend to her. Yeah. Well, you were but, a friend to her, but you couldn't continue that friendship because of her family pressure, pressuring her to not well, be Well, you know, that's her problem, not yeah. mine. Mm-hmm. She didn't need to use me for rides and drive her kids to school and drive her all over the place. She could have just been like, listen, I can't hang out with you. It's causing, fr- causing friction in my family. And you would have understood. Said, I'm the last person mm-hmm. to want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't come from a big family. I have my small family now, and I wouldn't want anyone to come between us. So I get it. Mm-hmm. All she would have had to do was be honest with me. But there, was, there wasn't an... An honest bone, and it still isn't an honest bone in that woman's body. Yeah. 
Um, so the other thing um, I have to say is you've spent a lot of time, though, after the show. I want to take to, to that period where you weren't in the public eye. You weren't on the show. And I'm sure you felt a lot of hatred from the fan base out there. You weren't on TV anymore. And only, only in social media. Okay. Social media can be a bitch, right? anyone mm-hmm. meet me that didn't say, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. I really like you. Mm-hmm. So it was like my mission, but not really my mission, but it was a silent mission that was kind of put upon me to change people's minds one person at a time. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot you of know, pressure. Anyone I met, mm-hmm. I didn't have to think about how to behave. If they walked up to me, whether they knew me from the show or knew me from Acme, mm-hmm. I would say, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Without even knowing who they are. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I'm just that person. I will say hello to everybody. I will validate people and I will make them feel comfortable. But if their energy is fucking my energy up, yeah. I will push away yeah. without saying a word. Well, you're a tough lady. You know, you're tough. You could handle it because, you know, I'm sitting here watching this reunion and how everybody's like what you said. A lot of people are backpedaling. Not everybody. We're going to get to a few castmates that are not your fans. But, um, but you know, I think about all that Feeling time. Is mutual. Yeah, I'm sure um, mm-hmm. that all that time that you weren't on air and uh, you had to be we were like the villain and how you were tough. You could handle it. I'm sure it was tough for your kids. You know what? I wasn't. <laughs> it's so funny because I do give off the impression that I handled it with the greatest of ease. Yeah, you I'm, do. I'm not tough. Mm. I'm smart. Mm. I am a scared, I was a scared little girl inside. I come from extreme abuse Mm -hmm. in childhood. Mm -hmm. I kept my kids in a bubble. Okay. And not in a bubble in a way that it was unhealthy, but I protected them with my life. Mm -hmm. And that is why I removed myself from what I thought was the most toxic environment that my kids could be in, even though financially at the time, Mm -hmm. I could not afford to do that with both of them in private school. Mm-hmm. both of them excelling in all areas of their life, including eight activities after school a day Wow! for the two of them. And I was a solo parent. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I still am. I mean, it yeah. was 18 years, yeah. 18 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a newly solo parent um, when I started the show, mm-hmm. but I went through a six-and-a-half-year divorce, so I was solo parenting then, too. So mm-hmm. that's included in that. Mm-hmm. When someone doesn't show up on a regular basis to help you or to to, you know, parent with you, um, yeah, you're doing it alone. Yeah. Um, so with that said, I really wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stay. I kind of needed to stay for real reasons. For financial but reasons, that, for, for, yes. for career well, my reasons. My kid looked me in the eyes, mm-hmm. begged me, mm-hmm. begged me to leave. But your I girls said, okay. did that. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm leaving after this reunion. They were there with me mm-hmm. at the reunion. Mm-hmm. They were nowhere in ear shy. Yeah, they were standing at the gates, though. Wow, basically at the door of the set, and they were in a quiet room, like a green room. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have stayed up in our big suite that mm-hmm. we had, but nope. They wanted to be down close to me, and every time I left that set, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were there. They would come with me, surrounded by about. 50 security of walking through the casinos at the Borgata and, you know, Andy at one point chasing me. It was very cute. It was like a scene I like to make kind of like light of because 
literally, you hear me say in this year's reunion, they tore down the sound wall last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Yes, that? I do. I'm going to tear With the you and Dolores. Apart. Well, you know, so I never... It was mm-hmm. Lucilla that mm-hmm. pulled the... Lucilla D'Agostino is the, you know, she's my executive. Okay. She, who discovered me 12 years ago. She's Siren's Media Group. Mm-hmm. She forgot to take off her head headpiece oh, and wow. her, her big headphones. Uh-huh. And when I left the, left the stage, left this set, at this huge set, in the, and was walking out into the Borgata, she took the whole sound ball with her. Wow. So that's the little that's a little gift for you nobody knows that except wow. for Lucilla and I laugh about it all the time wow that's but, an exclusive right there yeah she literally took the whole wall down and while we were upstairs in my suite after she chased me through the whole entire you know casino, yeah because you, you, st- you, you left and, and you didn't want to come back she laid down on the couch upstairs mm-hmm. and she went oh my god it's only seven forty-five a.m <laughs> <laughs> oh my god are you serious I'm serious. Wow. Well, uh, it's it's something that I didn't really realize because there was a lot of drama as to why you left. And a lot of times people said, oh, you got fired. And I remember thinking, no, no Danielle's way too good TV to be fired. They want her back. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. Every single year except for season three, mm-hmm. which I wasn't in talks with anybody. I wasn't talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. I was kind of I was angry and I was a little bit hurt by the way I was treated but I didn't want to react by throwing people under the bus like Bravo, like, like it wasn't it wasn't thought out well enough. So I had to figure out what I did, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, this is in no way, shape, or form anybody's fault. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it ride, let it play out. As I said when I left, all of you will expose one another in time. Yeah, I'm going to remove myself, and that's kind of what happened. I knew Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I knew I could raise my daughters, and I knew the universe and God and all the powers that be would make sure I provided for them, and they were given everything that they were supposed to have in life. Mm-hmm. And I did so yeah. without, you know, the housewives to rely on, and I raised them both brilliantly. I mean, when I say brilliantly, I mean literally. And you then know, you... Summa cum laude is a big thing to, well, to graduate yeah, so a, your daughter just GPA. graduated with a 4.0 from C. Maintaining it with 21 credits. Amazing. I mean, that's that's huge. I saw that. I'm like, you've done well by by your kids. I mean, for your mm-hmm. daughter to graduate um, at 4.0. Oh, you should 4.0. check out my Instagram. All of her credits and her president's you know her 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 honors i put i put up a swipe left you mm-hmm. you can look at all the photos and it was a repost wow. because i posted it in 2016 when she graduated wow that's and amazing. i gave an update on what she's doing and where she is so you were able to raise your kids quietly privately um without this crazy housewife drama now that you're back on you're kind of getting um vindicated by everything by everything that you're doing yeah time needed to heal yeah. and you know what even though i was asked back in season four and I almost came to the union so I could be on season five, and we were in the eleventh hour. I, you know, you I apologized to Andy a million times. I said just I couldn't walk in there to the same atmosphere. I felt like they were all just sitting on the edge of their seat, waiting, waiting like like a dog with a bone. Like they just were going to tear into me again. And I had a little post traumatic. Yeah, I'm you sure. know, I, I still did when I came back this season. All these seasons later, but it took. It had to be who I knew it would be, and that would be Teresa. Yeah, Teresa that would, be... would want to be, you know, friends with me, and and I needed her 
support. I didn't need her validation. What I needed was her to understand our journey mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. is nowhere near complete. Yeah. And who knows if it ever will be. I'm a friend. Yeah. And I'm not a friend that people walk away from. My, my friendships are still very private, but I have friends for over 40 years. You don't have friends for 40 years and be what they made me look like I was. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamier with Dr. Tavis Amir. Let's talk about today's, um, this, you know, the reunion now. First of all, you and Teresa are friends now. Um, how did that happen? I mean, we got to see it on TV, but what happened behind the scenes? Because you guys must have talked a little and bit. And how she- was that for the viewers? Do you think that that was like a great experience to see, see two people like Teresa and I come full circle? Well, I have to tell you, I'm really glad you asked me that because I do have very, very strong opinion on that. I thought when hell freezes over, you guys would be friends, right? <laughs> and uh, that's what I thought. And then to see you guys rekindle your friendship. And the best part about it is you got to meet each other where you were at in your life at that moment. She went through some hell. You've kind of gone through your own struggles. And to forgive the past and just move forward. I appreciated that as opposed to trying to rehash everything that happened to try and get you guys to agree on who was right and who was wrong. You know what I'm saying? And never even that's great to to hear because we never ever once even had that thought, let alone say it out loud. Because she literally mm-hmm. is like I, I love Teresa. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Melissa too, and I'm in love with Margaret. But Teresa and I have a history of twelve years. Yeah. People don't see that; Mm-mm. they don't realize it because you know the big mouth over there on the other couch with you know half of her dress missing um, <laughs> from her chest. Um, I'm just going to put it that way. It just keeps. You know, attacking. We're talking about Dolores because Dolores is also close to Teresa. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if I'd want a friend to be that kind of close to me because she's friends with Caroline and she's friends with Jacqueline, who are nemesis, and she's also very, very publicly friends with Kim D. So you don't think somebody could be friends with your enemies and be your friend? Oh, you do. But I don't think that you should ever judge the fact that I'm friends with Teresa. Mm Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. So, so what you're yeah, saying I is mean, let I her be friends. A little bit narcissistic, if you ask yeah. me. So, it's also is mm-hmm. hypocritical. Mm-hmm. And how dare you yeah. accuse me of all the things that you've accused me of? But let alone being in Teresa's life for any other reason except for the fact that I care about her mm-hmm. and I always have. Yeah, always. And and then so that that whole thing with Dolores is is interesting because she's close to Teresa. She feels that you have ulterior motives to coming back into Teresa's life, and we definitely got to see a lot of that. What do you think about this whole? There's a little part that happened there where you're, and I'm saying this with a preface that I don't believe it, but there was something about drugs brought up, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, like I when things said are out loud. What I, really happened? But I know. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. On the trip to Milan, there's video. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. 
There's, <laughs> you know, they, they they film us on the plane getting off. You mm-hmm. see me on the curbside, and I wasn't dropped off curbside. And I'm like, well, that's not so much curbside. You mm-hmm. know, I made a little 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 note to that. So. So people don't realize that was us getting dropped off to go onto the plane, but the whole crew is with us. Mm-hmm. We're being filmed on the plane as well. Mm-hmm. And two people were passed out and drooling on their little tables. And uh, and when I asked them, how did you sleep? Like, I can't sleep. I'm walking around. You know, I can't get comfortable because it's just it's not comfortable and it's a long flight. And I have, you know, arthritis, plus I have back trouble and blah, blah, blah. I don't feel sorry for myself. It's just like, how do you pass out on your food table or whatever you call that little table that you pull out? Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, well, we dropped a couple of Xanax. Oh, wow. Isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? Yeah. Who said that? Oh, Dolores. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is Dolores said I mean, that. and then wrong with Xanax. I just don't take it. Well, and, and not for nothing. Uh-huh. I'll do a, uh, I don't have, if, I, if I'm 55 years old, mm-hmm. do I look like I do drugs? No. Does my skin give any telltales that that might even be possible? No. Do my teeth look intact? And these are my teeth, not veneers like Dolores. These are my teeth. <laughs> Mine. We got 55. The, the, the teeth coming out here. Yeah. 55. Mm-hmm. Wow. Think. We really need to always consider the source, yeah. especially when diarrhea is flying everywhere. Well, I think I it's a bad idea. Because it's so applicable in so many forms, and I think I've used it over the years a little too many times, but that's okay. Well, the thing that I, I kind of appreciate about you is you can take a situation like that and immediately stand up for yourself because um, if for somebody to just kind of say, hey, I think something might be wrong with Danielle, I don't know, maybe it's drugs, and um, just say that so casually on a national TV, that's really damning for anyone's character. Um, so I don't think she made herself look good, and I don't think she made any friends, and I don't think she got any fans out of that. Yeah. I think, you know, the fake accounts that she may create may love her for that, but I don't see anybody else jumping on her bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah, And that's okay. She don't got to like me. She really doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell, tell her one thing to her face, or even now, um, you do have to be civilized towards me. Yeah, I will. I will command that. Yeah, you won't. Dis- you won't allow people to disrespect you. You never really have. I mean, that I've oh, seen. Oh hell no, no. I mean, and you know, like you, you, you want to bark at me like a prison guard, and no offense, just, just, you know, back down a little bit. Yeah, she even did that to Melissa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think I, about that at the posh thing. Yeah, at the posh fashion yeah. show. She got right in Melissa's face. She's like, "Are you really getting in my face?" Mm-hmm. That is who Dolores Catania is. Mm-hmm. And it. I'm not saying anything that everyone else hasn't seen. I'm just pointing it out so people look at it. Mm-hmm. Because like, they have no trouble pointing out things for me for to be looked at. And for the past, what, 10 years, yeah. same. You've been, well, you've you been know, looked at Well, you know, and it's funny because mm-hmm. she'll point out things from the seasons past. She wasn't there. How do you fucking know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you fucking know what happened? You weren't there. You weren't asked to be on the housewives, and I know that pisses you off. Mm-hmm. But don't take it out on me. Sometimes I don't, you know, and I don't know anyone's ulterior motives. But sometimes people attack the one that everybody's talking about because it gives them more airtime. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm used to that too. Yeah. I mean, I've been a I've been a reality veteran for what twelve years yeah. now, um, and I'm used to getting in a room with people and saying, "Okay, well, the new one's going to attack me." What about your friendship with Kim D now? Because we got to see her. She comes on. She's always a source of controversy. The the things flying back between Kim D and Teresa. Is Kim D a madam? Because <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> because I when agree with, with Teresa. I think she suits that. I think it fits her. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird that all of her friends are in their 20s, you know. Yeah. My daughters and her her friends are what I would consider, like, my daughters. I don't consider them, like, my girlfriends. Yeah. But that's what she has that she hangs out with, yeah. our 20-year-olds. And, that's you know, I, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't have anything really nice to say about Kim Day. Got it. Well, I put her on there uh-huh. and I feel like she used me and I also feel like, you know, she she has some apologizing to do, but, you know, God is good. God yeah. is great. Well, listen, I In never time. thought you and Teresa would be friends again and here you are. So you never know. But um, I do want to talk about what's next with you oh, because no, I don't hang out with people no. that are dangerous. No. no. So there's so that's no. a, that's a firm, hard, solid no to Kim solid, solid hard no okay all right well, never happening you heard it here um <laughs> you heard it here yeah it's she's she's controversial and that whole thing about her being a madam um allegedly i just thought whoa this is, i'm gonna get the popcorn out for the rest of this um yeah well danielle what's going on next for you now like you just wrapped the season the reunion's playing it's really good um you look great um your kids are doing well um what's what's next for you are you coming back on? Is it? Are, you, are we going to see more of you? Is there other things that you're planning? Well, I think we have one more Secrets Revealed episode mm-hmm. that's next week, mm-hmm. and I think it'll give a little more information as to what's what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do have a significant other in my life, and you know, Marty Caffrey. He made a couple appearances on the show this this season, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, I was brought on as a friend. I wasn't in full-time cast, but it didn't feel that way. It didn't did feel it? that way. No, um, but, which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the masses in the in the cast love me. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the ones that are important love me. So yeah. Melissa, Teresa, Margaret, and myself, I mean, I'm fine with that. Even if their friends is, you know, Siggy and Dolores, I don't care. I was very nice to both Siggy and Dolores. And I think Dolores and I stand a chance. Yeah. So, um, well, there you have you know, it. She just, she's just going to have to, like, stand down a little bit from the whole, I mean, and no offense. To just take it easy. Tone it down a little really bit. really are wonderful. Yeah. And they protect us. They serve us. And, but she's, she's a mom now. In, yeah. She's a housewife. She's, yeah. she's no longer a police officer. She needs to stop acting like yeah. one. What do you think about uh, Siggy leaving? She's announced um, that she's not coming back. And what are your thoughts uh, about that? Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell us how you really feel, Danielle. <laughs> you know what's funny is I knew Siggy for about 10 years, mm-hmm. but only as an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. I met her. She invited me to a few of her events. We had the same publicist. So I would go and bring the housewife's name through me mm-hmm. and to her book signing or, or one of her book launches, a launching, not a signing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to a signing, but, you know, and I, I participated. I thought she was lovely. Mm-hmm. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, never once considered having her help me as a matchmaker or whatever it is that she was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just, 
I didn't vibe her in a professional way, but I vibed her as a person. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she was really sweet, had a lot of energy, and I, I kind of liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was excited about getting to know her better. Mm-hmm. And she flip-flopped so much, and I think that because of my friendship with Margaret being so on the fast track and and so much love between us, and I just don't think she liked that, and she wanted me to not be so close to her, and then she would have been friends with me. But I'll be honest with you, um, I just don't think that she's a bad person. I don't think she's cut out for this. Yeah. I, th- I, I think, think we got to can... see a totally different side of her this season uh, that I wasn't, I didn't even understand myself. I've met her. I think she's lovely. I just didn't understand this season. Um, there was a lot of, uh, I don't even know what to call it, a lot of anger and animosity, and I really don't know don't know this person that they showed this season, the Siggy. Yeah, it was a little unstable, mm-hmm. to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I mean, I would talk to, I would speak to her face-to-face, and then when the cameras would, well, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. We'd talk on the phone, it would be fine. And then all of a sudden, the cameras would start rolling, and I call it the red light special, mm-hmm. because that's when really everybody <laughs> kind of, like, overreacts to everything. It's like, just forget the cameras are there. Just be you. Yeah. Act like we're having a conversation. For God's sake, you don't have to. The world is not going to buy your script. Yeah. What they're going to do is they're going to buy the truth. Yeah. So yeah. you need to validate yourself by just being present in the moment. Exactly. Stop talking about the cake. Stop talking about the Hitler comment. I mean, it, it just really didn't need to be so over the top. And even the reunion was exhausting. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was so so exhausting, exhausting. At one point you see my face, but, you know, I'm literally like just clenching my jaw because I'm like, I just can somebody please. I just wanted to go over and put my hand over her mouth very, very, very gently. And be like, shush. And be sicky, whisper in her, sicky, please, 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 I beg you, please, for your children, stop talking. Well, I think that stop, is probably stop. a good thing that she's not coming back because I think knowing when to say when is, is a good idea. And especially it's it's a tough it's a tough season. It's a tough show, I think. It is tough. I and mean, it's not an easy it's not for everybody. Reality mm-hmm. TV is a special breed of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you said it. I think I think Dolores could do it well. Mm-hmm. I think she could do it better without Siggy. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but she better aim her fire someplace else. Yeah. Uh, let's see, you know, Teresa's brilliant, Melissa's brilliant, mm-hmm. Margaret, the newcomer, I would just say, wow. Yeah, you she can hold this. her. She, she can hold her so own. It, she doesn't even seem like a noob, newbie. She seems like a veteran. Mm-hmm. She could handle herself. Oh, she fits right yeah. in. Yeah. I love it. And plus, she's just this smart, savvy businesswoman. And um, she has been a businesswoman and been had the Macbeth collection since 1999. So I admire her yeah. and her strength and her tenacity and her mouth. Mm-hmm. Her mouth is incredible. Like yeah. the way she just like she could be a litigator right back at it. Real Housewives of Bellevue. I think I heard her say that. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. She's great. She's got the one iconic one liners. I mean, I thought I held them all. No, but she's no. good. Uh-uh. Um, she's good. I have to tell. I have to tell you though, it's it's really you know kind of cool 
to see you come back on and pretty awesome too because you you were vindicated. I think that we all got to understand you a little bit better. We all got to see things through a clear set of eyes um, as to, you know, it's just got to be fascinating for you to think about all these people that are like, wait, what did she do wrong? Because it's it was just so clear this season that we weren't looking at things as clearly when you were going through it the first time around. So Yeah, and I hope, like... I- if this does anything, and I, I, I don't count on it happening, but I would like it to happen, that, you know, the viewers and the, you know, the mega fans out there just understand mm-hmm. that not everything is as it may seem yeah. to be. Well, I get, think that they see that more clearly this season with you. And I hope uh, like, to see think it. about mm-hmm. my kids and how yeah. against all odds, yeah. you know, they're they're thriving in life. They're but how much students. work that had to be for me as yeah. a mom yeah. to keep them safe. Yeah, keep them safe and sane and, and mentally um, mentally healthy because that's a that's a lot. You're you might be able to handle it, but sometimes you might you probably were like my kids have to watch me suffer, and that's some stuff that yeah. I remember no, that too. That was the hardest part for them. Yeah, and yeah. the bouts of depression that I went through, yeah. and the sadness that I went through from from just the harshness yeah. of yeah. of the whole thing. But then I would tell them, listen, we know and we trust in the universe, mm-hmm. and there are no other options. You can't think about something you don't want to bring about. So mm-hmm. I would always have positive notes for them on their mirrors when they'd wake up. Mm-hmm. I would always make sure that their hearts were safe and happy and that they knew how beautiful and important they are in life mm-hmm. and that nobody, nobody can talk down to them unless they give them permission. And I think that's a really great lesson for all of us, um, all of mm-hmm. us to learn. And I appreciate that. And I commend you for being, you know, strong and smart and sticking to it and coming back and proving everybody uh, wrong. And I'm excited to see what happens, you know, uh, down the line from here and to watch more of you. Oh, thank you. I'm really excited about it, too. I hope Bravo gives us all that wish, you know, because um I've definitely missed everybody. Yeah. I've I've missed the ride and you know, I'm happy to be back on it. So oh, to speak. I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot more of you, Danielle, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. And so, you know, and thank you for being honest and and telling me a little fun tidbits that I didn't know before and, and kind of explaining more about what you had to go through uh, after the first few seasons to kind of get your life and your kids on track and coming back and killing it. So Good for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I do want to say, you know, a big shout out to Lucilla and Sirens Media because, and Andy, we spoke at least once or twice a week for the past seven years. Mm. They never dropped contact with me, yeah. ever. Yeah. And if I reached out, they answered their phone. Always. There you go. And so I do appreciate that, and that's why when I said when I came back on Watch What Happens Live and Andy with the doorbell ring at the open of the season, yeah. and it was me, and I said, when Daddy welcomes you home, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I really do. I love him. That's a 12-year relationship yeah. right there. They were just you waiting for you, to co- for you to be ready, so, so there you have it. <laughs> and you're ready, and it's you're back. The universe, all of us have to collide <laughs> exactly. at some point. Uh, Danielle, it's been really, really great talking to you. Um, I hope to get you um, uh, back on again. Talk about fun stuff that uh, you're going to be doing the next season. 
Thank you so much, honey. Anytime you can have me. You got it. Anytime. All right, girl. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. You got it. All Bye. right. Take care, honey. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.